With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from fantasyfootballscout.co.uk. My name is David and today we're going to have a quick look at someone who is feeling in a very comfortable position right now. That is of course the world number one in all of FPL. We are currently in an international break and so that usually gives us time to have a bit of a pause, have a look at a few of the things going on in the FPL world and one of the best places to do that is with the current number one leader of the pack and we're gonna have a look at what their team looks like at the moment how they've got to that stage what chips they've used what chips they've not used uh, any tips we can glean from their captaincy uh, and things like that and the other great thing about doing this to be honest is a lot of the time the guys who are world number one at the moment are not that far off having a similar team to yourself so if you've come into this international break a little bit down in the dumps at how your team got on in game week 12 then perhaps take some inspiration from this video you will definitely notice that this uh, current world leader is not someone who's trying crazy stuff that's coming off every week so you know um, take some solace from that that this could be you the next time we have an international break which admittedly is in March so you've got plenty of time to put the work in and get top of the tree now speaking of putting the work in of course in the international break it's a good time to have a look at the uh, stats and tables and all sorts of amazing good stuff inside the Fantasy Football Scout members area you can currently save up to 20% on the uh, current packages there's uh, a few different ones go and have a look at the website pick one that is right for yourself among the many benefits is going to be some fully interactive opto-powered tools and tables instant match day data season points projection team transfer planners and drafts from the best fantasy managers in the world including some former winners and the most recent champion now he's someone who knows what it means to be number one in the world and hold on to that spot on the final day of the season so if you want some tips from him as well then do check him out now this video is also uh, sponsored by Betway so we've got a message from them they are the principal betting partners of West Ham and betting partner of Brighton on Friday they announced the heroes of the weekend bet £10 on player markets top scorer of the heroes and they will credit a free £1 bet for every point up to £20 Betway also run giveaways including shirts and tickets for West Ham and Brighton we know that not everyone gambles which is something 
something we take seriously, which is why on our website we have a filter you can turn on, which allows you to opt out of gambling ads. For those who do uh, enjoy it, do it responsibly and safely, there's more info about Betway in the description. You obviously have to be 18 or over to play, and we encourage everybody to gamble responsibly and to be gambleaware.org. When the fun stops, stop. Now, someone who is having a lot of fun this season, and at the moment it hasn't stopped, is, of course, the world number one, who is from India. His name is Pradumnia Shirsath. His FPL name is Mr. Frodo. And just because I'm a bit of a geek and I do like my fantasy, I probably am just going to call him Mr. Frodo for the rest of this video, although I will uh, avoid using uh, Samwise Ganji's Irish accent to do so, because I'll probably offend basically everybody in the chat if I attempt that. But yes, Mr. Frodo, how has he managed to get to number one? Well, his current team at the moment was what took him there uh, with 91 points in game week 12 uh, from a team that, as I said, it's not that dissimilar from the sorts of teams that we have been seeing um, in a sort of template format um, across uh, the FPL world. So fear not. There's there's always a chance you can have a good game week and rise up the ranks. Now, in game week 12, uh, Mr. Frodo went from world number four to world number one. He'd actually held his position at world number four. He got the all-hallowed grey circle in game week 11, which we'll come on to uh, in a minute. But for the benefit of the podcast listeners, let's break down his team as it currently stands. And and this is what I mean. This team is, 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 is kind of like a normal team. It doesn't look like some crazy guy's team. It just looks like everybody else's team in many ways. So we've got Anana in goal, which is still a very popular goalkeeper choice. Anderson, Zinchenko in cash is the back three. Matoma, Bowen, Diaby, Son, and Captain Salah at the midfield with Alvarez and Haaland, the vice-captain, uh, up front. Turner, Zuma, Udogi, and Weijo uh, on the bench uh, for him. Clearly, injuries have been plaguing his team off late because he's got a Dogie and he's got a Ouijo on the bench as well. But he hasn't, um, you know, been too worried about that. Happy just to maximise that starting eleven. Um, the only, the only real people that really kind of stand out here is massive differentials. I mean, Zinchenko is one of them because he's not really you would describe the Arsenal defender of choice. Um, and that's about it, really. Anderson uh, has actually been in his team since game week one, uh, not myself, actually. So he he sort of is a differential and not a differential at the same time. He was a differential at the start of the campaign, less so now. Harder to get hold of because he's more expensive. Um, but you can tell this is a manager who's trying to play the fixtures because he's got Potoma in the team. He's got Diaby in the team. He's got Bowen in the team. Uh, it be interesting to see what he does uh, with Son. But obviously, a lot of the success has come from having Sal- uh, Salah and Haaland. Which is interesting, of course, because after the last international breaks of four game weeks ago, the guy who'd managed to get top of the entire world was someone who didn't have Haaland. Now, the hauls that Haaland has put in over the last few weeks, obviously that's changed. And Haaland is very much back, uh, you know, in vogue again, uh, best shown by this particular team. So, yes, 91 points in game week 12. But how did Mr. Frodo get to the top of the mountain to drop the uh, the ring down the mountain again? Could have just flown there, but not this guy. Uh, <laughs> didn't need any of Gandalf's eagles for this one. So he started the uh, the season 284k with a solid 84 points in game week one. Uh, then um, in game week two, uh, uh, only got 47 points actually, which is really interesting. Uh, not a great game week. Went down to 900k. And so again, further inspiration for anyone who's having a difficult time in just, what's that? 10 game weeks, he's gone from 900k to world number one. That can happen to anyone at any stage of the season. Fairly confident that around this time last year, Ali was not really in the top realms of the world. So yeah, there's there's all sorts of ways you can climb up. The biggest uh, rank rise for him was game week three, 73 points in what was quite a low scoring game week. Took him all the way up to 39k. Uh, then 102 points in game week four took him to 1k, 55 in game week five to 583rd, 90 points in game week six took him to 170th, 
77 points after that went up he went up to 49th uh, 63 after that took him up to 18th a bit of a dip in game week nine when he only got 80 points oh no but i mean i remember that game week i had a lot of points that week and still went down 73rd then 91 points in game week 10 took him fourth 29 points uh, with a minus four so in reality a 25 point haul held him steady at fourth in the world so that all hallowed gray circle in game week 11 and yeah 91 points in game week one took him top of the tree uh, but how did he achieve all of what i've just mentioned there obviously some really interesting transfers within that so this uh what we've got on the screen right now is his game week one team so the question is how did his game week one team become his game week 12 team and so this is his transfer history so he hasn't actually made all that many transfers it's just 11 transfers this season for a bit of context i've made 13 and i'm not necessarily that much of a transfer trigger happy manager so for him to have only made that uh, many transfers shows that he's been quite a patient manager and what's what i find really interesting about this is when he has rolled his transfers and when he has used them to a good effect so the first transfer that he made was to sell reese james in game week two and replace him with colwell then in game week three uh he uh, sold gabriel and got chilwell so he actually had colwell and chilwell in his team at the same time um but obviously the recurring theme there is that um he uh, has, has used one transfer and then one transfer, right? But then game week four, there's no transfer. So he rolled his transfer for the first time in game week four. But did he use both of his transfers in game week five? I'm quite a big fan of rolling at the first opportunity and then sometimes after that using both of them. And then maybe a third one for a minus four for that mini wildcard. Well, not Mr. Frodo. Uh, he had other ideas. In game week four, he rolled that transfer. He just spent one of them in game week five. So sold Bowen and got Diaby. And so it was then the following week where he actually used both transfers and to good effect as well. Stupinan and the Camber weren't doing it for him. Botman and Gordon came in perfectly timed for the Newcastle fixtures at the time. Of course, you know, Botman has now had an injury, but he got him in at the right time. Then Chilwell left the team to be replaced by Cash in game week seven. Madison came in quite late for Saka in game week eight. So, Another lesson to be learned here is that Madison was basically a must-own player as far as the sort of crowd was concerned in the first seven or eight game weeks of the season. But, um, you know, his rise to the top uh, has very much, you know, took place before he brought Madison in. So further proof that you don't necessarily have to have absolutely everybody that everyone else has got. Maybe getting um, them, you know, coming late to the party isn't going to leave you as... Uh, at the back of the grid, as you think, as demonstrated by this particular team. Then Colwell left the team in game week 9 to be replaced by Zinchenko. Gordon left in game week 10 and Matoma came in. Game week 11, he sold Botman. Obviously, he's had that injury. Bought in Zuma. So you can tell that he's starting to prime himself with Burnley, uh, West Ham players ahead of this game against Burnley. Madison then left the team, of course, in game week 12 with that injury. And Bowen came in, which means that he can captain Bowen in game week 13 if he wants to, which is something we've been discussing a lot. Uh, if you have a look at my team selection video earlier on this week or podcast depending on where you access the content um, I've gone into detail about maybe doing that and also Joe and Tom of course always do their goals imminent but they've also had a look at a captaincy debate because we don't often get many of those anymore captaincy debates have also looked at Bowen as well and so the world number one has the opportunity to do that and that's why his team looks as it does at the moment but as I said how he's got there with the transfers is a bit different but in terms of the actual personnel that he's got there's no reason you can't have a team like this uh, and do as well as him. Now, the key thing here, which you'll have seen, of course, on the title and the thumbnail, is that actually there hasn't been a single chip usage yet. So it means the wild card is still in the pocket. And, of course, the, the free hit, the triple captain and the bench boost, all of them have been left uh, untouched. So no active chips so far. 
which means, I mean, I've got to say, I mean, this guy's in a great position. Now, when we looked at the previous world number one, I think he'd used, he definitely used his wild card, and I'm fairly confident he'd used one of the other three. Off the top of my head, I do apologize. I can't remember which of the other three he'd used. I think it might have been the free hit. Uh, it was one of the other three. So he, so that guy is now obviously short a wild card for the rest of the first wild card period and short one of those other chips ahead of that chip season. Now the current world leader still has all of those. Uh, so wow, I mean, what a position to be in because I kind of see those as like games in hand when you look at the Premier League table and perhaps there's a team that's played two games fewer than everybody else. You know, you look at their points total and you can start sort of doing a little bit of... Um, you know, hypotheticals. Oh, yeah, they'd be able to get above this one, get above this one. So that lack of chip usage is, wow, something to keep an eye on. Keep an eye on when he uses these chips because if he's still number one or in the, you know, top 50 when he starts using them, it could be a very, very powerful time for his team. But in terms of what we can learn from that as well, well, there's always a lot of pressure to use the wild card quite early on, I find, uh, in the fantasy uh, football world, especially when you're obviously tuning into a lot of the content that we put out. I mean, we're as guilty of uh, sort of creating that urgency for the wild card as, as the next man, because the second that people start using their wild card and start talking about it, you know, naturally, we obviously have to start putting wild card in the thumbnail and in the title and, and things like that. It, you know, it's par for the course in many ways. But there is definitely a lot to be said for people that can hold off on that feeling and deploy the wild card much later on. Now, we saw that with Ali last year. He deployed his wild card quite late. I think it was around sometime after game week 12, which is much later than the sort of the, the meta kind of feeling is, usually somewhere between game week four and eight, usually. Um, and so um, sometimes we can feel like, hmm, if I don't use my wild card, am I going to be leaving myself short? Well, of course, the world number one is demonstrating that you can hold off on your wild card and it doesn't necessarily have to put you in a poor position. Um, also, just reflections from my own team. Um, I'm up to 38K right now, still haven't used my wild card, so I feel uh, quite good about things. Um, hopefully you know those two anecdotes now one of these guys in that comparison is obviously considerably more skillful than the other one and that is of course the world number one not myself um but you know there's, there's a lot of people out there who are still doing well leaving their wild card late and you might be sat there going david i've usually already used my wild card that's not very very useful but maybe it's something to think about for next season um when the wild card pressure kicks in think about um the fact that you can actually go further than you might think without using the wild card, even in the world when there's lots of injuries, because I mean, I've had injuries this season, I've still got two injured players on my bench, just been trying to maximise my 11, and you can see from the world number one as well, he's still got two flagged players on the bench, doesn't seem too too fussed by it, now he may well have played his wild card before the game week 13 deadline, and we're just sat here sort of wasting time talking about it, but to get this far without the wild card and be doing well, I just, without wanting to sound like a broken record, I think that we should really pay attention to that and consider uh, how that might impact our chip usage uh, in the coming seasons. Now, be interesting to see, of course, where people uh, go with the chips when we've got a blank game week coming up for the Club World Cups. Not often we get that. We've got to have an English team winning the Champions League to do that. That doesn't happen all the time. Happens once in a blue moon, you might say. Um, pun completely intended there. And so it'll be interesting to see what the world number one does with their chips then because the free hit may be powerful in that game week or he might use the blank game week as a dead end point for the wildcard in game week 19. That's something I've been thinking about as well. So it's worth keeping an eye on that. Now, uh, hopefully you found this video useful. It's a little bit different to what we normally do, but there's always lessons to be learned from the high ranking managers. So if you've liked this video, then please, well, 
like this video on YouTube. Hit the like button for us. It's a great way to support the channel. Uh, and subscribe as well and hit that bell notification. When we are in the depths of the international break, the uh, bell notification is going to be your saviour because it means that when the schedule is a bit different and all of the videos aren't quite geared around when the games are, then you won't miss a thing. So do hit that button and it will help you with your fantasy Premier League learnings. Now, with that in mind, I shall leave you fine folks to enjoy the rest of your international break and I shall see you next time. Goodbye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.